0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For all, in, for all
1: NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces
0: with Nat and Justin. And we're back. Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. And we're still here talking about this Warriors loss. Ugh. It just... So many things this team does. That's annoying. You play Anthony Lamb a little bit too long tonight. Like, ha- like, like shit like that. Because maybe if the lead never ballooned to like 9 or 10 or 11, whatever it was before the guys come in, maybe they have enough energy to make a little push when it's like four or five points versus having to overcome a much bigger Deficit, right? And it's like mm-hmm. even when you brought some of those guys in, you still kept them on the court for a little bit. And I think he was playing with like five fouls at one point. Like, like what is he doing? Why you feel he needs to stay on the court?
1: it's an occasional three. I mean, yeah, four, he had fourteen points. Oh, great! Like that. All we'll that, stuff- that all Ooh, in the first three. half, by the way. And he's giving it back. He's given it back, and then some to the other team. Right, and he's adding more stress onto the guys that are on the court with him that's having to make up for his mistakes. So I'm just not I'm I'm done with it. I'm really done with it. Like they they were up sixty-seven to fifty nine in the third. Um beginning of third, and then the the Bulls kind of walked him down. They they got, they took the lead back. At some point he comes into the game. Um, and then it just goes downhill from there, but yeah, 73 to 73, he enters the game and then the bulls just immediately just go on a crazy run. And it's just, it's like, it was all him. It was all him leaving guys open, getting beat off the dribble, not grabbing rebounds that are right in front of him. Um, so like I said, like I said before, good value for a two way guy. Sure. But the value has a cap. Like at the end of the day, and it like has a-
0: guys aren't supposed to be playing this many minutes. He's playing like a regular yeah. rotation player minutes.
1: Exactly. And that's in, in 2021 where, where Juan had to, because guys were injured and the, and so many guys didn't work out and all that type of stuff. And there was no clay and all this, like there was no expectation of a championship that season. So it was like, all right, we're going to try Juan and he's, he fits and he's playing defense and whatever the case would be. So, Juan was playing a lot and they needed him to play a lot this season where they actually have championship aspirations. It's no reason. It's no reason why he should be other than the fact that the rest of the roster isn't, isn't up to par, which is also valid, but yeah, he shouldn't be playing. And they should. I mean, be- you
0: brought PBJ on this road trip. They were, right. they were struggling a little bit to shoot anyway. And like, or it was clear they were going to jack up three. So bring him out there to shoot some threes.
1: <laughs> it's a it's a lose-lose situation when you're losing to teams you're supposed to beat and you're playing two-way guys over the young guys that you're supposed to be developing. If we're developing and losing, then do that. You know what I mean? If you're not going to play them because you want to win, then fucking win. And this guy's not going to help you win. Like, so, look, so what are we doing?
0: Passion from Justin. I love it.
1: Oh, that's funny. But like, what are we doing? Like, these are the these are the type of losses that really hurt because the two timeline, neither timeline benefits from this loss. Neither timeline benefits from this game. So what are we doing here? Right. Um, So something has to change either way. Either you lean into the second timeline and say, all right, like, for lack of a better term, blow it up. We're gonna play little, play the kids. What's the
0: only reason Kerr trusts this guy more? Because he played more years in college? I mean... I have
1: no clue.
0: Because I, you can't not be seeing all the fucking mistakes on defense.
1: Yeah. I mean, and and it's, it's to a certain extent it's like, okay, our point, our, our point against Lamb is like, okay, he makes mistakes. Moody may make mistakes, but they make the same mistakes. So Kerr is pretty much like, I really... In Kerr's mind, he don't want to play either one of them, I feel like. But the rope that he gives Anthony Lamb and compared to Moody, Moody got one rotation before the end of the game. He played in the first quarter, and everybody was like, why is Moody in the game so early? He didn't even play that bad. Like He threw one turnover probably because Kerr is like, yo, move the ball. Stop shooting. <laughs> he should have shot it. And then he got to play immediately back on the other end. He prevented a, a three-on-one on break or something like that. Or they threw a bad lob to Zach Levine, and the Warriors end up getting it back. So it's like they're not even – Feeling too much um damage from Moody's bad plays in comparison to Lamb. Lamb is giving up wide open three, cash, like fouling guys on threes. So now the team is in the bonus and all this other stuff. Like, if anything, split their minutes. Like, Lamb should not be playing twenty plus minutes, and then Moody plays one five minute stint. That just doesn't doesn't make sense to me. And it's a lose lose situation. You losing the game, well, and the not,
0: last five, yeah
1: Yeah, and he's not developing. So what are we doing? Trade him if you're going to do that
0: like well my guess is with clay out next game moody will likely get some more minutes i mean they haven't announced that clay is out but we're assuming he's not gonna play Uh, right aren't you assuming he's not gonna play
1: yeah i am assuming assuming that yeah
0: and so hopefully pbj can get some minutes too um because then why did you bring him on the damn
1: road trip (laughs) play him what are we doing
0: I like, I'm baffled. I'm baffled. Those are the things that make me more upset than per se. I mean, obviously I don't like to lose, but those are the kinds of things that, cause I feel like they are things that like, you can catch before they snowball, right? Like, I don't think we needed to go that whole road trip testing Wiseman before we realized the Wiseman experiment wasn't working, right? Instead, you cost Mm -hmm. yourselves like five games. That's how I look at it. That's how I look at yeah.
1: it. You're right. You're right. So,
0: like, how many fouls can Anthony Lamb rack up in the fourth before you take <laughs> him out? They literally put the Bulls in the penalty like within the first few minutes of the fourth quarter.
1: It's sad. It's, it's really sad. And then we're just we're hurting for size, but PBJ's not playing, even though he's legitimately six ten. And Vucevic is just back down, back down, floater over here. Do you he two... have
0: like over forty tonight?
1: yeah forty three career high are we serious man oh my god but hey a guy a stiff like Pertle, wouldn't have, you know he wouldn't <laughs> did nothing he wouldn't do anything still stop talking
0: now. about I, I i just don't there's still people pushing against Pertle and I don't understand it like we're better if with- you're not
1: If my thing is like, if you think there's something out there that's better, which I do think that as well, then sure. But don't sit up here and lie like he wouldn't help this team.
0: I think the part that makes me a little like, that's, that's strange to me is the whole, like, we're like, I get it. We're better with like the versatile wings and all that. Get it, get it. But we also know that the team is tired. And I think that one kind of defense is going to, (laughs) is more prone to making you tired than the other so
1: exactly
0: so why not you know if they can play that way with the big we're not saying like they're gonna play that way all the time but if they can play that way with a true rim protector like why would that be a bad thing
1: last year's team I've not, and I said this before. I truly believe if last year's team, the entire roster is fully healthy from the start to the finish of the season, they're pushing sixty plus, almost seventy wins. Agree. Like, it's they're It's not even close. It's looking like seventy three and nine because that team was ridiculously built to to play the way that they played. The way that they played, they had elite point of attack defense. They had multiple bigs that can do multiple different things, shooting bigs. They had Loon Andre, all this other stuff. This team doesn't have nearly as much um, lineup versatility, nearly as much um, functional size, like Belly and Otto, they added so much to the team. And Belly was limited, and he really couldn't play in the playoffs, but he added so much in the regular season. His impact numbers were off the chart. Him, The lineups with him, GP 2 and Steph were blowing other teams' second units completely out of the water because they couldn't handle how to guard that team. And their defense concept, they went from zone to man-to-man to all these different defenses that they employed. Because they had the personnel to do it, this team doesn't have that personnel.
0: But so, I also don't understand why people think that we can't play more than one way. I still think it exactly. was such a very important point that Dre made when he talked about those early teams and when Sean came out there and ran the second unit. They didn't play the way the starters played. <laughs> he it was a more he was a more traditional point guard, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, like they ran plays. It wasn't like someone roaming. Like yeah, I mean, there were times that. Sean got on the court with Steph for sure. But like they had times that they weren't playing and like, they weren't like, they didn't have like someone out there running around creating chaos. It was like.
1: And, and as a team defensively, they've always had the personnel to run multiple defenses. That's why they've consistently been the best defense over this last decade. If we look at 2015 and 16, like I said, last pod, Bogut was the rent protector. Draymond was a switchable five. You get to the KD warriors katie's a rim protector javel's a rim protector zaza was more like Looney, where he would just play drop and whatever the case may be physical rebounder and then you had Looney too 2018 warriors and then we get to last year's warriors where you got all these dudes that can switch and essentially um do all the point of attack well, stuff. I think
0: part of the issue is that people are looking at hurdle as like a duplicate of of loon and, and, I, don't think, and I don't think that's the way to look at him and if people don't Understand how important rim protection is. I mean, like, we don't have to look anywhere further than 2016 and Andrew Bogut going down. I mean, that may actually Absolutely be what layup lost us the finals because Braun and Kyrie just had wide open paths to
1: the rim. Exactly. It was a layup line. And people talking about how can you have watched this team over the years and say you need a center? Because we watched this team over the years. That's why we said need a center. <laughs> what are we talking about? It was a layup line when Bogut went down. Like, I don't understand how people have seemed to forget the the value and the impact that some of these players, all these players that are warriors for life and the fan base loves them, but we keep diminishing the stuff that they did for the team over the years. Um, I mean,
0: Andrew Bogut to this day, to me, was still the best center that we've had. Um, and then I would say Loon is probably second, right? Um, it, it, they're not playing small ball, I mean. Like, obviously, Dre is our best at the five, but mm. you can't play him like that all year, all game. Right. And so
1: I was, I mean, I would say Boget and Looney are about equal, but they do different things. Right. Right. I mean, so.
0: Bogut was a true rim protector. I think he was a better passer too.
1: Um, and, and the funny thing is, can, <laughs> right. I'm done talking about Perdo after this. But yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, like there was a lot of value from Andrew Bogut. And I remember even during that final series, if it wasn't the finals or was at some point during that postseason in 2016, but he hadn't been playing well. And I remember it was like a whole thing. Like they had to get in his ass. Like, we need you. You got to like step up. And then he did. And it helped. Like he was needed. He was yeah. needed. Like, I know he got sat in the Memphis series because that's what that series called for, but he was needed. Just like how last year with Memphis, um, what's his name came in and changed the series.
1: A stiff. A What's stiff like Steven uh, Adams.
0: Stephen Adams. Adams came yeah. in and
1: changed the whole fucking series. He extended it by a game, pretty much. A game and two games. But but we but we can't use another guy like that. That just doesn't make sense to me. Especially when we have not just one, not just two, but like three, four, five either roster spots that we're not using because they're in the G League or they're injured or they just haven't worked out for us. So to say that hey, this one guy who's been good for his team can't come and be good for our team just doesn't make sense so ruchovich put up 40 against us he put up nine points against the spurs this season so that's, that's all i'm gonna say about that
0: all right this sounds like a very good place for us to wrap so why don't we do that and come back and talk some more if you're tuned into golden spaces this is an odyssey original podcast with justin and matt we'll be right back